And you're live. It's my time. Hey, you guys. Sal you... Stefano is live. He's live and he's in charge. Hey, Sal you... Stefano is... He's ready to drive <laughs> this thing into the fucking sunset. Please uh, sell these motherfuckers, Sal. Let's see how long so, we can stall Sal from talking. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it does, it's really hard. It's impossible. It is impossible to shut him hey, up. Hey, uh, I don't think a lot of people know we're giving away the No BS Six Pack Formula program for free. That's right. No we're BS? Gi- we've been yeah, living no under BS. a rock. We're giving it away for free with the purchase of any bundle, any MAPS bundle. That's the Sexy Athlete bundle, the Build Your Butt bundle, or the Cadillac of bundles, the RGB bundle. RGB, nine, the bundle, bundle, bundle. Nine you months. You have a bundle called No it's BS? Above a that's bundle. right. We got no. bundles on bundles, no, the, bro. Yeah. That's the ab program. It's called the No BS six-pack formula. No bullshit in there. Yeah. All programmed out. You, can, you get it for free and rolling in any bundle. You just got to go to mindpumpmedia.com. If you want to pump your body and expand your mind, there's only one place to go. Mind Pump. Mind Pump. With your hosts, Sal Stefano, Adam Schaefer, and Justin Andrews. Who's hey, on the house you're, today? You're he about, is a handsome You're about to hear us interview our very good and favorite guest, old friend, Mr. Craig Caperso, mm. in this upcoming episode. And we basically just uh, talked bullshit. Well, bit. since yeah. we got him, can we? Ju- let's just have him. Craig, I want you to give me a rundown on all the things that you're doing right now, business-wise, yeah, any handles, you? everything that we can put out there as far as that you got events or- Porn or, sites, everything. Anything you have coming up uh, as far as donation shit, anything like that. What do you got going on? Hello, <laughs> Craig Caperso here. You can always follow me on social media at Craig Caperso. Figure out how to spell it, though. I'm sure they'll tag you somewhere else. <laughs> but um, Metron.io, and I'll spell this out for you so you don't mess it up. M-E-T-R-O-N.io. This is the current startup that I'm at. We're expanding. We're going to China. We're going all over the place. I'm currently in town working out of the office. But uh, in town, rather just hang out with my guys because I have a charity fundraiser this weekend it's called the decathlon.org we're basically raising money for memorial stone kettering and other cancer foundations um obviously the cause is real to me my mother had stage three breast cancer and the founders also had some uh, similar instances so we're in town for a 10 event charity sports fundraiser and uh that'll happen in san francisco at cox stadium at the san francisco university right on beautiful i got so excited all right so here you go we're going to interview mr craig caperso Hey, so did you guys have a good time Bing. the other night or what? Oh, at the wrestling? Well, uh, you it did. was fun. It was like a weird nostalgia. You know, like, I don't know. Well, Craig, Craig and I were the only ones that had ever been to one before, right? You two had never been to one. He'd no. bounce. I Craig, saw watch it on TV. Craig said he bounced one, right? You bounced one as yeah, a kid. Yeah, I was kid. up in Hartford, um, in Bridgeport, Bridgeport, Connecticut when I was in college. And uh, they called on a bunch of the football players to bounce it. So we were right next to the stage. But the, the funny thing is, those guys were way bigger than us. <laughs> yeah, I was just going to say, yeah. you have to be a serious badass to be a bouncer Seriously. for fucking WWE, dude. That's a big deal. Yeah, I'm like 6'7", like huge. Yeah, yeah I, w- I want to see a Hulk Hogan's like bodyguard, you know what I mean? Back in the day. <laughs> How do you bodyguard? <laughs> How do you even do that? Yeah, that that was the era too of yeah, having the, the remember like MC Hammer and some of that. Hey, he went bankrupt because he had like a hundred people on his on his payroll. That he was that <laughs> oh was just my God, his it whole was, family. Yeah, no, like fifty extended family. Fifty of them was just his his entourage. Wherever he'd win, he just have like he had like fucking forty buff dudes, and he had like a backup dance team. They all and had, he had like huge parachute pants. Ten girls. Oh, yeah. oh, oh, oh. <laughs> yeah. 
I'm sure. I'm sure back then in Hope people Hope, people laugh at your jokes just walking around and shit. <laughs> you pay yeah. someone to yeah. laugh. Yeah. 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 Oh man, you're crazy. You guys don't have that now. No, <laughs> we're working on it. Actually, we actually joked yeah. about that. We said when we built this <laughs> we new studio, a laugh track. Yeah, we told and we told Doug he's got to do like a laugh track. So every time we say something funny, we can get that like the audience laughs in the background like a sitcom. God, wouldn't that be awesome? <laughs> oh, I just be like, yes, but I'm funny fun. always. I well, need that. especially when because Justin does his little one-liners sometimes that are so fast. I people tell me all the time that they don't catch them till like the second time you listen to an episode because it's like you have to listen to Mind Pump Stone and listen to it backwards. Yeah, to, well, to somebody, some somebody did it in slow motion. It sounded like we were all drunk or like had some kind of like slow. <laughs> So I, I didn't even discover that till not that long ago. You can listen to a podcast at half speed or like one and a half or two times speed. Oh yeah, I think that's the funniest thing ever. You why? just now discovered that. You know why I discovered that? Because my friends like, man, I love your podcast, but you guys talk so fast. I'm like, yeah, I know we talk a little fast, and I'm like, this doesn't sound right. So I'm like, let me hear, let me look at your phone, and she had it on one and a half without realizing. <laughs> So like, hey, oh, oh. Yeah. <laughs> can, you, can you imagine how annoying oh that would God, be? If, would, how, how many episodes? I would get? hate us. She that has like 15 episodes horrible. under her belt. She's like, God, it's just really tough to catch everything you guys. <laughs> exactly. Oh I my listened God. to um, guy Gary V. Uh, Ask Gary V was the book. Um, when I'm away, when I moved from California to Tennessee, at like one and a half speed, it was like fire. Just listening to this guy just preach at you. It was awesome. It's like you the, actually, mi- the you micro actually, machines guy. You actually listen to a whole book. Whole book. Get out of here. One and a half speed. Yeah. Wow, wow. I would think that would like fuck up my timing. It depends did on you, any did, of that. Yeah. Your, did any of that digest? Oh, everything. I mean, the guy, the guy was, he's just on fire and you're just taking it in. I was driving across country, so I needed something to stay up. So. Oh no. When you're driving, I mean, it's so yeah. mindless, right? Yeah, that's the best time. Still, yeah. I feel like though it would it would uh, fuck up your rhythm a little bit, right? Rhythm for driving, just moving after that, you you, you be faster, you be <laughs> fast forward all day. Good, I want that. <laughs> yeah. How you doing, Craig? We're good, man. How's the training? Yeah. Uh, up and down. Because you know, you're doing like, you're doing the CrossFit style stuff now. Yeah, well, it's kind of, it's a hybrid approach at this point. I mean, I've learned that I can't CrossFit right now <laughs> by the letter. Um, just based on the mobility and the lack thereof, what I can do for exercises. So instead of not training, um, just working mobility straight, I decided to put back somewhat of a, I don't know what you want to call bodybuilder approach, but just more muscle building, more things that are going to help pump up, pump up a muscle and not lose size as I'm trying to increase my capacity. So are you mixing it up? Like some days you're doing your traditional Mm -hmm. lifting and then you're throwing in your, yeah. Have you lost gain muscle? Have you what's changed? Well, I lost ten pounds in China, so uh, yeah, that's different. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. kind of just uh, you're whole still bunch massive of in China. Yes, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that thing's still going on. It's pretty funny when you go to a massage parlor; you feel pretty good about yourself. Really? Oh, really? Tell us more. Uh-huh. We went to this. Especially um, at the end. <laughs> there was yeah. no happy end. I hope oh. this story has a happy ending. Hey, <laughs> hey. All right, go ahead. Yeah, we went yeah, to this yeah. um, my last night there. They t- they brought us out to this place, and I don't know the name of it. Obviously, it would be something I wouldn't be able to pronounce here anyway. But um, it was like an eight story That's massage place. Like eight there, stories. It was eight stories. It was Holy like the shit. bottom floor. When you walk in, you just give them your shoes, and they give you like this clip, and then you just basically go into the men's room. Then you get naked, and there's like this freaking pool of there's like multiple pools, whirlpools, all these things where you can eat facials, foot massaging for all the guys. Crazy, crazy experience that I've never seen. But point of story is <laughs> you go out there and you're just like this giant and then you got all these little Asians. So it's well, like you can feel good about yourself. Right? And it works out <laughs> it works in both ways. Wait, just, dude, were people just, just staring at you? in front of them? They were actually. They were, yeah. oh. I, w- I was like Godzilla out there. Oh, I'm sure I'm yeah. sure. That's I, Japan, by the way, but go ahead. Yeah. I, <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Boom. Dick. Yeah. 
What did you? So when you were go, I want to go back to the bouncing. Like, how long were you bouncing for? Was it like a one night thing? Or you talking you, about the pro wrestling? Yeah, yeah. When you were doing that, were you? Did you do that for a long time, or was it just? No, like a, it was really just uh, kind of they contracted us. They just were in town. Obviously, the you know the WWE or WWF. Uh, they they travel all the time, so they're not always there. But they. I just can imagine it was crazy though. Those fans are weird. Oh, they it's a it's a, it's a, it's a different it. fan group for sure. And it's funny that I just posted like two weeks ago that uh, there was an arcade game in Knoxville when I was out there for this. Uh, this um, charity fundraiser thing that was going on. And I posted this uh, old school video arcade of uh, WWF, like back school, Bam Bam Bigelow, the warrior and all those things. Yes. Uh, and then now two weeks later, we're here doing it. And people are like, dude, you must be a fan. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I'm into this. It is kind of random. That just happened like that. But you, I thought it would be cool. Cause we, none of us have probably done that either, either ever like these two or you and I in a long, long time. Mine was even longer. I think it was like shit, like 10, 12 years old. The last time that I did something like that. I was so fascinated with the business side of it. Mm-hmm. That was dude. You, we you you buy tickets to go to a commercial. That's how the whole know. thing is a commercial. Like in between every match, there was like yeah. they were doing like uh, you know showing commercials for their toys or their new Do cereal. You think those or commercials their... were aired or were they just local? Just local. No, that's yeah. pretty cool. That's huh? why. That's why I was fascinated with it. What I what I saw was okay, but they, yet they partnered with big companies. So it was like Taco Bell, KFC. Was I mean, so you know that's a big contractor, a big deal, right? But then those were cur- and they used their their wrestlers to do commercials that probably only those people at that venue saw while they were there. Yeah, because we saw a chicken get beat up in, in a commercial. Yeah. That wouldn't happen on real yeah, TV. Cr- yes. Buff Colonel Sanders <laughs> just like exactly. choking fools out. Like what? Yeah. Probably one of the best commercials yeah, ever. That was it, great, it, it, it was so, the one that stood out for me. hundred percent, so. right? So I, I feel like they've, they literally have just learned how to target market like hardcore. And it was felt like it was like a four hour commercial. I mean, when you really do the math on how much actual wrestling that we saw, well, I just can't believe they get away with that. Cause you don't see that at concerts. You no, know, people would get super pissed. Well, I think that's oh, what, wow. That's a good point. Yeah. You know why? I think it's because people know they, they already know that they're going to go see a, no, dude, that's what they did. It's because it's part of the entertainment. Yeah. That's, that's what, what I'm they saying. did. That's, that's what, what they saying. did so well. That's why I thought it was so fast because you felt, look at, we all remember that damn commercial. It's stuck because we were all yeah. watching it. It sucked us in. Like, I uh, think that's who, but don't forget it's wrestling. They have to set up stage. They have to have people like fall underneath the mat and like hide themselves and different things, come off the stage, set up the yeah. intros, outros. So there's a whole event that's going on every time there's a match. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's so true about that too. So yeah, there's yeah. that whole downtime where they need to tell you, otherwise they're just going to jam music and you do nothing. Right. Yeah. Which I think that's probably how that evolved, right? I'm sure that was a natural evolution it's to that. Like, what it, the yeah. fuck do we do? At least people can watch us change the stage. And intermission. Do yeah, yeah. Instead of intermission, we'll do these cool commercials yeah. and then we'll end up selling and partnering with like Taco Bell and KFC and shit and make fucking turn around and make a million dollars. I, I was it. impressed with the yeah. athleticism of those girls, the girl wrestlers. Yeah. Were freaking amazing. What, what's their, I don't know their name. What are you trying to say? Girls, it was, girls that don't, aren't athletic? No, I'm just, imp- <laughs> no, no, no. With sexism? Exactly. Oh, yeah. You're racist. I'm talking, say, no, I'm talking about the, the, the the disco-y chick or whatever that jumped off the top ropes and like flipped and landed uh, on the other. The neon one? Man, that yeah. requires some serious skill. Did you watch it on TV or did you watch the live version no, like, no, from the from the skybox? Thank no, you, Adam. When we were sitting, yeah, thank you. Yeah. No, when we were sitting up there, I was watching the whole thing when she climbed the top rope and she's going to jump off that thing and land on that chick yeah. and she did it. Yeah. 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 She yeah. Hit as right- much as it's fake, we all get that. They do some crazy stuff oh. and like I was just sitting there. I think there. the outcome is fake but they're actually getting hurt and shit. <laughs> yeah, we were sitting there and we're like, dude, do you want to just jump on my shoulders and like land on your back right now no no we don't <laughs> no thanks but these guys are doing it and and it's they're moving they're, yeah. they're they're like slamming themselves on the mat well and i think that's the argument that because there's dude there's i know guys my our age that are still watching and heavy into wrestling bro and they're not like 
they still have a home? Y- no, yeah. they're you know have a have a four hundred one k and make good money, and like have their like own house, pockets. and like yeah, no, like I I got buddies I know that are like that, and they're they're into it, and that's what they'll they'll, they'll tell you it's entertainment. I it's it's mindless entertainment. The same reason why somebody watches soap operas or reality TV and stuff. It's they they like being entertained. They find it fascinating. They can argue all day long how athletic those guys are, and they're 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 acting. They're doing something that's challenging. You couldn't get out there and do that. So why you know what I'm saying like they'll defend it just like that. That's exactly what it is. They have schools does uh, dedicated to training people to teach them how to become you know pro wrestlers. Do you guys ever hear the whole the story of Hulk Hogan? How he kind of got into it. He went to I don't know the name of the school, but he went to a school that was run by this Japanese guy who apparently trained lots of pro wrestlers. But the Japanese guy was a legit grappler like a judo jiu-jitsu guy whatever so hulk hulk goes in there and he's a fuck he's a big son of a bitch right was he's like six seven just a big dude he walks in there and it's this little japanese guy and he says he wants to learn and the japanese guy said no i'm not gonna i'm not gonna let you come and so he ended up pestering and pestering him so finally he said why don't you wrestle me first and then we'll see if you can come in and he ended up breaking uh hogan's foot he got him in a leg lock and broke his foot hogan showed up the next day with the cast and said he still wants to train and that's when he took him on as a student this was a, st- a story that Hulk actually told himself on some documentary. Oh, really? That was pretty epic. cool. That's yeah, cool. I thought that yeah. was pretty cool. Yeah, I've never. He, he broke his leg, and I like him more now. Yeah, too. Yeah. I thought that was pretty cool. So, what do you? So, what are you up to, Craig? Uh, what are you? What are you coming down here for? Just visiting friends, family? Um, well, since I moved to Tennessee, obviously you guys know that whole story. But um, back in the Bay Area, because uh, this weekend I'm going to be doing. Um, I'm the head judge of this thing called the Decathlon. Started off in Wall Street when I was there is a 10 event um, sporting event raising money for foundations for cancer foundations. Oh, wow. We were raising money for Memorial Sloan Kettering Cancer Foundation. I'm not sure which foundation we're raising money for here, but this is the first year that they've actually expanded from the New York scene. So we're doing five cities this year, New York, Boston, Chicago, Houston, San Francisco. And And so so what are you judging? I'm the head judge because I was a competitor before and um, the events are like, uh, I think they start off with a 400 meter. Then we get into, uh, I believe, a football toss, a 40 yard dash, a shuttle, a bench press contest, a pull up contest, a dip, a row, and an 800 meter at the end. I, I hope I, I covered all 10. Might have missed one. But um, there's a lot of subjectivity to the sport. And a lot of people are doing half reps or partial reps or these oh, other things. And so when I was doing it, I was getting so pissed because I'm sitting here doing these these real reps. And then I'm getting knocked because of my score. I mean, as much as we're raising money for for foundation. Exactly. I'm a competitor. So that's our boy. I was the biggest competitor. I was the biggest complainer, you know, back in the day. And they're like, well, fuck, we're just going to hire I'm you. Helping as the head more judge. kids. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, you know, fast forward. Now I'm, I'm the head judge touring with these guys, making sure that I can kind of keep the, the subjectivity to a minimum, you know, my rules, this is the way it should be. Everyone needs to get on board. So we're trying to make things easier because you want the same judging field in New York as in Houston, as in San Francisco, as in Chicago, et cetera. You don't want, you know, Hey, you got strict judges in New York cause that's where it started. And then you go to these others, mm. these, these other places and it's not the same. So now is it, uh, who competes in this? Um, it started off with just, you know, financial services out of wall street, but now it's kind of pretty much open. So I think the deal is you got to raise between like 2,500 to $5,000 per competitor or per group. There's teams that compete as well, oh, wow. but all the money, all the, all the, the raising of the money actually goes straight to, um, the foundation to, so it's a 501 C three charity. And, um, you know, they do other stuff for marketing. So if there's other businesses that want to get involved with this, there is marketing opportunity too. But, um, so who, and I actually do help raise money for the marketing side. I was so just going to, I was me. just going to say, That's so, great, man. so, uh, are there spectators? Obviously people yep. come watch and do you buy tickets to watch? Is that um, another way to free that no, part's free yeah, and not. it's happening where and when shoot it's right this now. weekend. Okay. So let me get, let me get that queued up for you. That's yeah. Good. That'd be, that'd when be are you guys going to air this? Probably not before that though. 
maybe, maybe not, huh? Yeah. Yeah, we. Yeah, we could. We could we, do this as a bonus episode. Yeah, we could. We could do it as a bonus episode. Drop yeah, why don't we do that and see yeah. if we can get him to raise a little bit more money for you know for the charities? Yeah, I think give him the mind pump bump. Yeah, the mind pump bump. Mind pump bump. That's a new. <laughs> that's good. Welcome to the new. It's gonna be a thing. Better it's trademark the new disco that. dance called the mind pump bump. Bump bump bump. Get bump. that info right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> trying to figure it out right now. Yeah, I would because I don't know where I'm going. I always know last minute. Yeah. I, I would never. I would never do the mind pump. I'm working on the dance with, move for uh, this. With Justin. Okay, yeah. he'd knock you the fuck off your feet with his big ass. San Francisco State University yeah. Cox Stadium. Hold on. That, Which stadium? Uh, San Francisco State University Cox Stadium. Say it again. Um, what stadium? My bad. I was just picking up on that. <laughs> <laughs> it starts at like uh, nine o'clock. So. He's like cock, 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 cock stadium. I need directions. Can you guys, can you guys not hear me in there? Say, cock? say it slower. Say it slower. <laughs> I need directions. I'm heading to San Francisco. I'm looking for cocks. You know where I can. Where's find the some? cock? Do you guys ever see the Saturday Night Lives where they do that? They have like this woman talking about going to the store. She's going to like a hardware store and she goes, "I need black cock." It was the C A L. Google it. It's pretty yeah. pretty much one of the funniest episodes. Oh, there, it's huh? a Saturday Night Live. Oh, that sounds like a yeah. good ass one, man. Yeah. I loved all the Justin Timberlake ones. That's when I started to like Justin Timberlake. I think I didn't like him as a when he first started because he was dating Britney. Spears, I have a man mainly. crush on him. Yeah, yeah. for sure. But you when he did when he did that, J- JT. He, wow, JT's my dude. Man. <laughs> JT called like JT over. JT's yeah. the man. Do you like how he moves or what, bro? The guy can sing, dance, act. He's funny. Fuck. He's a, he's a triple threat. I didn't like I didn't like him early on, but after he did the Saturday Night Live skit where he did Dick in the Box, yeah. I, after that I was like, this dude is fucking cool. Yeah, yeah, Up until that point, I thought Dick he was in the Box is square. The best thing he ever done. Yeah. But when he did Dick in the Box, I, like, and then after that he did a bunch of other skits that were fucking great, dude. Yeah. So he is. He's awesome, but before that, I was like, yeah, I don't know if I'm a JT fan. Yeah, JT's the man, dude. <laughs> I'm telling I mean, you. There's always that perm picture. You know what I mean? Oh, when he was younger? Like, yeah. We all Fro- got that funny. Tips. We all got that. You know that? Oh, we do, huh? One of those boy bands are touring around here right now. You know that? I was I was going to get tickets for you guys to go see that. I thought like a, it was like Backstreet Boys or NKOTB? something. NKOTB? Yeah, New Kids on the Block. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. You just, I can't believe you. Oh. Uh, actually was thinking about that for a second before I could spit yeah. that out. <laughs> New oh, Kids on oh, oh. That was my very first uh, cassette. The White That was my first cassette. What, what You owned? Yeah. I owned and a new, new Kids on the of Block? Of course I did, dude. That was, what is that, uh, fourth grade for us? What do you yeah, mean, of course? Wrong. Did. I yeah, didn't know that, that was shit. fucking cool to listen. I don't, I don't what way, dude? Either. I was listening to no, Vanilla you, you Ice. Did, okay, I had Vanilla Ice. Also. Thing. Yeah. Vanilla Ice was like a year later. Hold right? on, hold Vanilla on. Ice and, and MC Hammer. You, you your first, your first cassette was New Kids on the Block. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's suspect. What's what? What was, <laughs> what was yours? What was yours? Don't crazy? try and be fucking cool either. Crazy like oh, Megadeth. Yeah. I, I think it was Metallica or something like <laughs> oh, that. No, no way. You're not that cool, dude. You're not that cool. Come on, guy. You're not that cool. First cassette. I had, like Ario Speedwagon. How old are you? Okay. Okay. That. Okay. What about you, Justin? First CD or first like no cassette. First like cassette, bro. Oh shit, that's horrible. I'm pretty sure. God. Dude, get my back. Come back here. to me. Get yeah. my back here. Was, no, I mean, it was bad. It was bad. Yeah. yeah was New bad. Kids on the Block. I can't believe yours wasn't. It what wasn't was your, one of those boy yours? bands. Though. My very, very, might very. Have been boys to Men, though. I don't even remember. Really? Yeah, see? Oh, so yeah. We might have had some, something like that no, no, in there, no, no. though. Yeah. That's true. My Mine ver- was Black Street. My very. Black remember Street. Remember that, Ben? Yeah. Oh, I had that CD. That was your first? That's later, bro. Is it? That's later. Yeah, keep going back, dude. Keep going back. I'm going to keep retracting. What did you tell me? I know 100%. What is it? Def Leppard, 100%. Oh, actually. Okay. Def Leppard was my really? very, very first cassette. Yeah. Wow. I'm so cool, Justin. So my know. dad had Def Leppard. I, I just don't believe you. 
That is pretty cool, though. Yeah. It is. No, that's a pretty hysteria. I'm trying to be honest. Hysteria. Here. That's why that it's was taking me a while. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Remember that shit? Fucking yeah. I remember that. God shit. Of damn it. Yeah. Def Leppard. Songs one, four, and seven, dude. Everybody's a bunch of pussies now. Fire hose. Okay, it was fire hose. What's that? Yeah, you probably don't even know. It was a cool like. Did you just do what Craig did? You thought of a fucking cool band? I didn't. No, because I had a cousin. You, you and Craig both picked like the manly fucking coolest thing you at first. I'm sorry. Yeah, right. Yeah, you know. I always get put on the hot spot like that too. It was like random bands. I was really. Oh, he always does that. Sal always lets lets us answer. He goes, "It's like Bad Religion, Pennywise, like Seaweed, like all those kind of bands." That's what I started. All right, what was your first like like favorite cassette to work out? Oh, you guys didn't work out when I did. At a young age. Well, did well, you, well actually, how, when you how started, old are you? Yeah. I'm 37. He's the old right. one. Yeah. Well, when did you start working 30, out? 35 in a, like a week, so. Hey, happy that, birthday. Damn, we're that close in age? Dude, you're young. I didn't realize we're that close in age. He's got a nice head <laughs> of hair, too. Look at that. <laughs> Fuck, yeah. you're such a fucking dick. I can't believe you just said that. <laughs> he's, got, he's got a nice head of hair. Yeah. I'm fucking taller, though. Huh? I'm taller. I got more gray hair. <laughs> so I, got, I guess I should I got to get him somewhere, dude. Yeah. You you don't have no grays, huh, Craig? Or do you dye your hair? No, I don't dye it. Well, that's not true. I've dyed it, but that's not the reason why I yeah. would. So you um, definitely haven't there. found any great pubes yet, like me and Justin. Yeah. Is your, I think they they come around every you now and then. found a wizard? They, they sprout out. I hate those motherfuckers. Is your hair colored right now, or is that El Natural? Right away or natural. It'll that's spread. El Natural right now? How about you, Justin? What? Is that El Natural? His hair? Yeah. No, he dyes his hair gray. <laughs> Are you kidding me, dude? <laughs> that's in style right now. You know this that, right? This is my thing. The you know what, though? Action. I'm not trying yes. to... Salt and pepper is fucking in style I'm right telling now. you right now. I'm not he, trying to do that. He's got the handsomest fucking hair, period. Yeah. You're pretty close, though. You got good hair. I got decent hair, but Thanks. he's got... I got okay hair, but he's got it like it's more blended in with the grays. I've got the... I'm going to let you take it in. Look at that. <laughs> There was never a problem when I was in a room and someone didn't say I had the best hair since I cut it. Now I'm just like, like You're just everyone another else. guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just yeah. terrible. Just another yeah, guy. I'm telling you, Do man. you miss it, bro? Do you miss it? Like this much. Really? Yeah. yeah. What do you I, miss I, I, about I it? I catch back at some of these old You're pictures. like Samson. You know what it was? You you're, you look good like 1% of the time. But uh, when you take that 1% picture, you're like, oh, I look fucking great. Yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> So every now and then you'll catch those pictures and you'll be like, wow, I miss it. But then you just have to remember the 99% of the times that you look like ass. That it was a mess. (laughs) Yeah. I see. I, I disagree. I thought even when your hair was all fucked up, it looks cool. Because it looks like you just, we just, just didn't like know you, anybody you else. You just wrestled a tiger right before yeah. you came into our studio, and your hair is like all fucking <laughs> all crazy. Poor Adam, he's <laughs> <laughs> like fantasizing. Like you. Yeah. I just <laughs> imagine you always coming Adam, out of water, ever, just I, shaking it. Just, I think <laughs> I think Adam's just jealous. He's like, oh, yeah. it's so cool to have all that fucking, <laughs> all that big hair. I, I think about it sometimes. You're so golden. <laughs> is that why? Is that why? If I was gay, I'd say it'd be Matthew McConaughey. Would it be? Like, it's my, the hair, oh, bro. It's the hair thing. One hundred percent. Fuck, dude. Yeah. Of a bitch, it's what happens. So, what was your favorite, like, first oh, workout, wow. like, workout album? Like, the one that you picked all the time to lift weights to? The very first one, Jesus. I gotta, I got, I don't know. I was just in the gym, spot. I was like playing high school football or stuff like that. So, you didn't so. have an album that you No, I would just go to my brother's, um, a friend of ours, Doug Bolter. We'd go to his basement, he'd just jam in some hardcore rock. So, oh, okay. again, I had older influences, yeah. You guys uh, didn't have a favorite Metallica for sure, Master of Puppets. Oh, yeah, no, oh, I yeah. wasn't that far back. That was my favorite, yeah. Black um, album. Vulgar display of, uh, of aggression. Oh, Pantera. such a good one. Yeah. Pantera is so All good. Day. So good. And then that I just fueled so many workouts for me. And th- when I discovered Rage Against the Machine, that was what fucking life changing for me. I, well, I think Rage Against the Machine took me through a majority of my life. It still does. Yeah, I think I know. that's what's so great about it, right? I think I think that I've revisited Rage Against the Machine and yeah. Tool. 
probably the most. Yeah. I'm going to start working out to Tool because I never Tool. have. Oh, my Tool's God. Good. They're one of my favorite live I never bands have. I've ever seen. Dude, Tool, Tool still will, can go hands down my work. I can I can put on any of the albums from beginning to end and just let it go, dude, and yeah. just and get into it. See, I've never lifted Ugh. a Tool. I, uh, Rob Zombie, that was a good one yeah, for me right. yeah, for a while. Awesome. Absolutely. Sepultura. If I work Sepultura. out to Sepultura, it's because I'm pissed. You know what's funny? We used to come out in basketball like <laughs> to Sepultura. We'd what? scare the shit out of everybody. Really? Yeah. <laughs> it was awesome. That is pretty crazy. But to basketball, it's basketball, you know, because like it's not. We came out some bullshit like Fifty Cent shit or something. I was like, what exactly. The fuck? What is that? Everybody else is coming mean. out to like too legit to quit, and we're just like, <laughs> yeah. we're gonna kill you. That just doesn't go with basketball either. So it's it funny to see all. these guys come out to something like that. It was it's hilarious. <laughs> yeah. Was your basketball team good? We were good. Yeah. Oh, you were? Yeah, we were good, oh. but we were like a bunch of like white guys, you know, that would pass the ball on bank shot. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, we played old school. Bunch of Celtics, huh? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, we get dunked on, but then we'd like pass it around and shoot a three. It's all like, about fundamentals. What? Fundamentals, guys. Fundamentals. fundamentals and points. <laughs> you can't beat us. We're not like, we're not trying to look good. Jab step, rocker step, jab step, rocker step. What was your, yeah. what was Layups. your, what was your position? Me, I was point guard, and I was also, uh, um, you know, I was a forward. Really? Once I got bigger, just but aggressive. What I you... was point guard for a long time, and then I and then I started working out, and it ruined everything. You got too heavy. Yeah. What did you play in football? I what played p- outside linebacker, and then I played inside in college. Craig, what were you? Um, which time? <laughs> well, what were you majority when you were growing up? Running back. Yeah, yeah. Running, running oh, back running and back. Um, like strong safety. Actually, makes sense. Oh, nice. He's actually built like a fucking like a running back. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, when I got to college, to I was. Uh, I started off my freshman year as a strong safety. Within two weeks, I was demoted but promoted to linebacker outside. And so I actually started over a senior my freshman year. Mm-hmm. And so I was outside backer. But then I was actually returning kicks. So like I said, I was kind of that What slash. did you enjoy more, defense or offense? Oh, it's tough. I mean, obviously running the ball and getting a little bit of fame, right? Right. Because on defense, you got to share your, you don't get your shit, team. But you right? get to, I feel you like you get you, to hit. Yeah. So I mean, just, and that's what I always love. I didn't so even violent. want offense, so I just wanted to hit. Yeah, me. there was definitely more glory on the on the offensive side because you're you're making things happen for your team on defense. You're just if you don't do it, you suck. Yeah. Right. So right. It's, it's, yeah. What does that feel like to carry a ball over it over the end zone, dude? At the at the college level, Damn that's got to feel pretty fucking. I, cool. I, I scored like safeties in my career. I never scored touchdowns, which that so would pissed. be pretty badass too, though. Yeah. They're, they're good. I mean, the crowd gets get behind you. It's, it's, it's pretty cool. You didn't, you didn't play did football. You do, or, did you do any like cool ball spins or did you do any dances? After I that? was never a showboat. Oh, that's I, would, awesome. I would spike see, the I like, ball and be done. Throw it you're a lot like me. If I see, I never, I never after, played after a big football. Hit, I was never a celebrator. I was yeah. like, I do that. That's what I do. Yeah. I would Except I, sometimes I'd hover over and I'd stare at them. Oh, you would. Come on, Adam. You would have a fucking elaborate. No, I wouldn't. Even though I love Deion Sanders, I love Terrell Owens, I love those guys that do crazy stuff like that. I've always liked watching those guys. I'm a I'm a I'm a Cowboys fan. I'm an Emmett Smith guy. Emmett yeah. Smith used to class. come in the end zone. Emmett set, Smith's great. Set the t- yeah. football down. That he was, was classic. Yeah, and that's what I loved about him. That's yeah. one of my he's one of my favorite players of all time. And because that's how he was. Like, so I would definitely be that way. I would my my always as a, in sports, I was always the type of like let your let your game do the talking. You yep. know what I'm saying? Like, and if I fucking got beat or came down, like it's like I, I would know. not talk shit. I would just that would just motivate me to come back harder the next time and make be better and be better. But when be better. I love to see that is fighters. I love showboat and fighters. Oh yes. Oh, it's the best. Well, because I, makes- I don't. I don't either. No, I like oh, I, I like it. fighters. I love it. No, let me tell you who what's I like. That, what's that movie with the brothers that go out there and then these like uh, an ex ex? Uh, oh, I know. I forgot the and name. He's of just it. bad. He yeah. just he just kicks ass and just yeah. walks off the stage. Okay, you know who did that? That was really good at that. Were the Emilienko brothers uh, when they fought for Pride? You know, Fedor, yeah. Fedor Emilienko yeah, and his yeah. brother. 
they'd come out and almost look. Is this uh, the ICP we're talking about? No, this was this was uh, uh, the what? He's talking about insane clown posse. No, no, I'm talking about uh, uh, who did they fight for? I Pride. Talking about Pride. Pride. And they would come out and almost look somber, like they'd look like no big deal. And there was one fight where Fedor's brother, I forgot his name, fought this big roided out monster guy who's looking at him all crazy and like ah. Then the bell rings and he charges to him and, and Fedor's brother's like, it just has this like face on this look on his face, like whatever, and just fucking knocks him the fuck <laughs> out. And then when he's done, they raise his hand. Remember when Fedor fought, um, uh, what's his name? Randleman. Uh, remember the black dude, the wrestler? What's his name? Randleman. He used to pick people up and slam them super hard. Oh, he, Rampage? No, not Rampage. Randleman. He just, pa- I think he just passed away, in fact. Mm-hmm. Or something. Oh, anyway, the big guy. Oh, God. I don't know who you're talking about. Talking about. Yeah, it's like super yak. Huge guy, right? Super yak. Uh, he picked Fedor up and spiked him on his head. Like, I, while I was watching, like, he killed him. This is the first death in mixed martial arts. <laughs> was this Sap? Oh, my God. Was it Sap? No, no, oh, no, no. Bob no. Sap, right? No, it wasn't Bob Sap. His no. name was Randleman. Uh, his last name was Randleman. Okay. Spiked him on his head. I'm like, for sure he's dead. Fedor sweeps him, turns him over, arm locks him, taps him out, and then stands up. And, like, if that was me, I would have fucking, I would have pulled my pants off and took a piss and shit. I would have fucking freaked out. He just raises his hand, like, Super somber, super. That's Russian. That's I like that right there. None yeah, of that, none of that's that showboating crap. I I don't know. I I like both. Yeah, I, I with fighting too. That's because how I, I would be personally, but I like to watch. I don't know. I like the hype of it a bit. Like I like I, I like Conor it. McGregor, dude. I can't I like, help it. He's I like, my boy, Conor. I, I like him, dude. I like that. Kevin Randleman. There you go. Oh, okay. Kevin Randleman. So when, I feel like he actually you, passed away. Oh, he did. Yeah, how? he recently passed how? away. How? Uh, I don't know. I think it was an in, uh, uh, staph infection or something horrible like that. Oh, man. Yeah. Really crazy stuff. Anyway, the guy was crazy. Watch some of those old fights on Pride, dude. They was crazy. That's back when they didn't test for they didn't test for any drugs. Pride or was so gangster. Oh, dude. <laughs> they were all, they look like, half of them look like amateur bodybuilders and they just destroy each other. Yeah. Way more entertaining than you. Did you see the Dan Henderson fight, Craig? Which one? Don't the just la- have the latest one? No. Yeah. That was, a oh, it was epic. That was. It was an epic way to go What out. happened? Yeah. Well, I mean, he put up just an awesome fight. Like I, he he bloodied up Michael Bisbing. Okay, um, it was a great fight. Though. The only thing is, he just didn't have endurance. Yeah, you know, he's an older guy, and he just, I mean, he 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 just unleashed on him, and Michael Bisbing could recover like nobody he else. He had this man. mouse on him like this big. It was oh it was, my I god, was swollen dude. all the way. It was pussing out, oh, bro. It was nasty. he literally like knocked the, he he would have knocked out anybody else. Like he knocked him out like twice or yeah. three times almost. Like he got some good shots. That's why you got to give credit to Bisping because Bisping's I mean, a beast, dude. Yeah, yeah. It, it was epic, dude. It was epic. Fight. It's his time right now. You, I mean, he's on he's on the best that he's ever been in, in the game for sure. For him, he looks the best shape. His game looks the best. His stamina. I mean, his I mean, he's yeah. definitely. That was anybody else. They're getting put to sleep for sure from yeah. that. Oh, yeah. So, so let me ask you gentlemen some questions. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh. Uh, turn, the table. The table. Talk, talk dirty to us. Mm. So we're uh, we're in this office, I suppose, for the last time, or this is the last recording? You're the last yeah. guest in the uh, in our original Which, recording To office. me, that is crazy how that, because this totally just kind of happened, right? We just found out Craig It's was, like the universe, man. What? Isn't that weird? Like, <laughs> Craig Craig hits us up, says he's flying in. We're all over the map right now. Adam We're a mess because we got, we got fucking the other studio getting ready to finish up right now. And you know what? This all, everything just aligned. And this is literally going to be the last episode that we do in here. And Craig is here. And it's like, that was a, the first man with us ever on this, yeah. on the, on the podcast. It's which great, I, man. It's, it's how it should be. Maybe, you know what we should do? Maybe we should dig into the old stuff and re- release it with this. <laughs> oh my God. That'd be funny. I don't think we should. That's, no, that's a bad no. idea. Maybe we find, maybe we can, maybe we'll put it on the forum, Doug. Maybe you'll there put, you put one of them on the forum. Cause I feel like those Doug, people, Doug shaking his head. Yeah. Those were, <laughs> 
Those were rough. They were brutal. So just just as a, as a listener now, just to give you guys who are coming to this podcast late, who didn't listen to every single episode, the, the podcast has changed and morphed into something probably better for the world. Yeah. Let's just <laughs> let's just be honest. I I actually had to bow out. I I had to say, hey, we're getting a little carried away. And I was supposed to be the guy that was not the craziest guy on here. I think Adam and these other guys were before podcast one. They were all talking shit about how they're going to be the craziest p- people on the earth. I got on <laughs> oh, here yeah, and no, I was, no. I got on here and I was like, well, I got everything to lose. Let me yeah. let me just chill out. And I somehow ripped it. I, yeah. I go on my tangents and I just forget where the hell I am. So. <laughs> <laughs> it's all competition, bro. You got all fired up. Well, we, the had problem, out, we had to out crazy each other. There's three of you, and just to talk over you, I had to see something crazy, like you know, punking these my, uh, <laughs> these men's physique guys or something. So, um, that fast forward to now, they're obviously putting out some fantastic content. You know, moved to number one. So kudos to you guys. I want to give you. you guys a public Thanks, airing brother. of uh, congratulations. Thank you, brother, and everything that you guys have done. So where are you guys moving to? What's going on? What is the next step? What is the evolution of Mind Pump? Wow. So, well, we want to uh, we want to take over the world. Um, <laughs> no, we uh, yeah. so we're moving to the, the new studio that we told you about, uh, Mind Pump Media headquarters. And ultimately, what Mind Pump would like to do is we would like to be uh, we would like to produce uh, fitness content. We'd like to produce um, other fitness celebrities. We want to be the media company of the fitness industry. It's going to take us a while to get there, but there's nobody in the in this industry that's doing that. That's really putting things together and finding talent and putting it out there, uh, putting them on social media and has a platform that can get people to hear, you know, what this, what these people are saying. And we want to be kind of the filter with that. integrity. Exactly. We want yeah. to be able to not, help. not dumbasses that are out there like promoting whatever the hell fit T. Yeah. Yep. Good, like good. So we just talked about it right before we jumped on air and, and I don't even know if any of it was recorded. Uh, Doug's funny like that. He gets you on sometimes you don't even know when you're being recorded. So, um, we were talking about just kind Sneaky of our duck. collaborative brands. You know, I've, I've pitched these guys a couple of times, come to over to my uh, house, Metron, and they've actually seen the very early products of it. Um, some of them have used uh, the content, but they've never jumped on board because I think they had more of a mission statement of what they were really wanting to accomplish and it wasn't completely aligned. However, um, our brands are still interlocked with the mission that we're all after is to mine's quantify fitness. Yours is to tell the truth in fitness. So it's all under the same mantra, if you will. So whether we uh, interlock today or in the future, I think there's there's definitely a future for both of us. But uh, I like to see where you guys are going. I like what you guys are about and everything there. So just thanks. You guys well, your- I think it's really, you know, if you look at success, it's always boils down to one thing. It's, a, it's about relationships. Um, you know, the old saying, it's not who it's not what you know, it's who you know. Um, relationships are very important. We're all like-minded. We all have uh, similar visions. Um, we all have lots of integrity, and we're all climbing, you know, the the ladder of uh, fitness success. All trying to de- deliver this message of health, wellness, longevity, um, of integrity that the industry's lacking uh, sorely right now. So um, you're, we're just gonna we're just making relationships, and we and and it's it's not uh, a coincidence that we started all together at the very beginning, even though we're not working together now right. in that sense, we started off mm-hmm. at the very well, beginning. That's why I, I never stress about things like that. And, and, and I know sometimes I think I, I put people off and they think maybe I don't care or I'm just, uh, I'm too busy or whatever that, but it's never like that. Like I feel like the relationships that we've forged and we've made, it's those people, we have a lot of respect and, you know, the, I definitely see where a lot of those will come back into play. Like, you know, if you've been a listener since the very beginning, we've gone through and we've had a lot of people on there and there's a, there's a handful of people that we've interviewed and brought here that are actually closer or I would consider friends of ours that are within the fitness industry that, you know, I see great things from oh, the, huge. and, uh, and I'm sure 
one way or another, we'll all be aligned and working together at one point somehow because you know that's what we're we're in search of that and the the, the fitness industry is lacking that it's lacking mm-hmm. you know these people it's going to need an army of, of yeah, like minded people yeah we are yeah. definitely not going to be alone on this mission right now we may be leading the charge but there's so many other uh, other great minds out there it just it blows my mind away when you know you hear about like r- literally big names in fitness and none of them are ever the the, re- the real good names like nobody's talking about the guys behind the scenes that are like on the front end of like movement specialists and physical therapists that are out there and these trainers that are doing really great work and yeah. some of the best minds that are challenging like old science that are you yeah, know, well, pushing. You know why it's pretty simple they're not they're not doing entertainment. They're doing work. They're doing, yeah. they're not, yeah. they're not making a, a commercial out of their, their life. You know what I mean? Like, unfortunately I didn't want to go down that route because I just don't think it's going to be relevant in five mm-hmm. years. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. we kind of had this conversation at the, uh, the show the other night that, you know, you could put out content, but is it going to be relevant in five years or can you make money in five years off that content? Who knows when the algorithms are going to change? The black swan's going to hit and they're not paying you for your ad sense or these other things where these guys are monetizing now. So it's not really a business. It's a facade that's cur- currently going on. They're certainly going to make some money off in the meantime. Hopefully they know how to save and invest. Well, I think the, the, the reality is with any kind of information that you provide, if you want to reach a lot of people, there needs to be an in, some kind of an entertainment appeal to it. So if you've got great information, if you've got great fitness information, because there's good, there are good fitness podcasts, there's good fitness uh, people out there who've got the right information, who are presenting things, who we learn from, but they don't, uh, they're not able to reach lots of people because they don't have that entertainment they don't say factor. Cock on the show? That's right. That's <laughs> the secret. Actually, I mean, no, I mean, all joking aside, you know, having some of the entertainment factor, it makes people want to listen and then boom, they get hit with some oh, cool it's, knowledge. It's, and so it make, it's a great combination. It's a great uh, formula. It's why I'm such a huge fan of TED Talks. I, I really feel like TED Talks will evolve how we learn in the future. I really oh, do. Oh, come on, dude. That's so that's so close to how we're going to teach in the future is just virtually like that. And in a, in a where you get so engaged, short 15, 30-minute spurts who have like intelligent minds that somewhat entertain you while giving this good information. It's coming from a credible source that's already been vetted. So I know that like I'm getting solid information and it's fucking good to listen to. And dude. you can be right what I want to learn about. Like I'm looking, I'm searching for this. It's like I want to know mm-hmm. specific details of this and then i have this i I want i want us to be the fitness of that also so you know i don't want to talk too much about some of the things we're doing but this is definitely a piece of mind pump media is i want to be just like that but a little more you know bring it into just fitness and health and wellness you know and just keep it right in that arena right to the point quickly which is what i like about that that style because like you know going through the academic process it's just there's so much fluff and there's just a lot of, uh, uh, you know, mindless work that you have to get through to get to the real meat of what, you know, you're there for and what you want to learn, you know, like people want to get to that point where it's like, okay, what are the essentials? And and I feel like, you know, that's kind of the direction we're going. Well, Let's give you the essentials. I also feel like this too. And, and Craig, I'd like to hear your opinion on this because I know you've been around a lot of brilliant minds. You were in Harvard just last year doing a speech and stuff. Sometimes I feel like people that are like your, your PhDs and that that are really, really brilliant minds. They're, they're so caught up in being brilliant and hearing themselves speak that they don't spend the time and the awareness and thinking of like the people that are trying to receive this message, how well am I delivering it to them and getting that across? They're so caught up in their own world and what they're doing. Well, they're speaking to their peers a lot of times. They're yeah. speaking to other very smart people. And so that information does some of the look at, okay, there's lots of very, very, very smart uh, scientists uh, out there. Um, but then you've got people like uh, what's his name Neil uh, Tyson Degrassi I think his name oh, is yeah. and, um, you know you know he he's 
famous because he's able to deliver the information. Uh Exactly. And he's making a larger impact than other scientists who are doing incredible work, but they're just not able to communicate it very well. So that's a very important piece of the, if you really want to change things, You've got to have good stuff, but you have to be able to deliver it so people can who want to, they want to listen to it. Besides you know? delivering it, you also have to be able to um, take the take the feedback from the audience that you're actually speaking to. Like so many times, you'll see politicians speak from a, a pedestal, but they will not actually understand what's going on in their cities, their 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 suburbs, and no. different things. So that's the same thing with you. What you're talking, you're talking about these high level educated PhDs that are talking, and sometimes they're just talking amongst their peers because they're having these cocktail hours and speaking with other highly affluent people. However, they're not really getting the whole story. And I was just at this uh, technology symposium um, a couple years ago called the GTC, and there was a speaker, an educator. I mean, she had some great, um, you know, things that they were she was doing for her students where. It wasn't like no man left behind or whatever that policy is where you're just going to pass somebody. But if you were failing, she was going to have you stay after. So she actually saw the she saw that you got to put the work and effort. But there was other speakers that were just talking out their rear that just had no clue on basis of reality. They were just talking to the elite one percent of the one percent. And everything they were talking about was just catered to that market. And I was thinking in the audience that a lot of times with technology and how it's advancing, do you have a responsibility, social responsibility, because you're going to be eliminating jobs through software and these other things. And it's like those kind of things that are being talked about. And I mean, I'm probably coming off a, a completely left left field here, but you know, those are the thoughts that I have when I hear a really good speaker that's not connected. You got to make sure you're connected to your audience. You do, and when it comes to stuff like that, I think it's important to communicate to people what uh, disruptive technologies are going to do, and you have to talk to the average person so that they can understand and not be afraid of advancements, not be afraid of you know, like sometimes they'll come out with a new medicine. And immediately people will freak out because they don't understand it, but they didn't do they didn't do a good job of explaining it in the first place. Mm-hmm. And so that's a very important aspect of uh, you know delivering a message is how you deliver it. Uh, luckily, you know we you know Mind Pump, uh, you know I think we do a, a decent job doing it. It wasn't something we actually set out trying to do. We just got on the mics and started talking. And I think that's why uh, our message tends to resonate with some people is because. You know, we, we deliver in a way that kind of is understandable a little bit. I don't think we're smart enough to make it un- non-understandable anyway. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's perfect. Yeah. Just smart enough to not get in yeah. our Just own way. Just smart enough so that we get Just it. smart enough to not get in our own way. Yeah, that's exactly. it. You know what I'm saying? That's exactly what it so, is. It's the filter. I think that's the secret formula. I, feel, I really do, man. Because I feel, I feel like in my experience, a lot of those minds, like, because we do, I we we would I, a lot of the guys that I am listening to and the, the people that I'm reading, like nobody, not a lot of not nobody, not a lot of people know that because they're not the ones that are the face, right? They're not the face of these supplement companies, they're not the face of these big fitness companies and these brands and these TV shows. Like you know, the the trainers that are idolized in our industry are somebody that's been on like a trainer for Biggest Loser or something. You know, like literally, <laughs> yeah, like I know. like nobody, nobody, and, and, and I know some local trainers yeah, that nobody, are amazing that yeah. nobody knows about. Yeah, nobody's exactly. nobody's talking about some of these guys that are doing great work out there that are really truly helping See? people and that are pushing pushing the boundaries on the on in this in this field those guys aren't getting talked about it's the we're getting we're idolizing these these and, tv stars or these fucking social media geeks like come on get the fuck out and of here. and and not only that but you know uh, luckily we have a platform where we're going to be able to like you know i like i said i know some local trainers that are amazing exceptional trainers mm-hmm. but they don't have the ability to get out there and get their message out. Maybe they're not, they don't have the the skill or they don't, they're, they're too afraid or they just don't know what to do. Enter Mind Pump Media. Yeah. We can take these people, spread their message. We have the, the platform. We have the ability to get that message out. Right. Um, and now the right information is getting out there and we're influencing the industry from the inside. We're, we're, we're disrupting it from the inside in a very positive way. And, at, and the end result is 
people get uh, better information. They get more fit. They get actually get healthier. The clients benefit. Everybody. Benefits. Everybody benefits, and we're you know we're we're building a business, but it's a it's a it's a very uh, conscious business. It's a business that you I can feel proud of uh, of doing. It's very so. very very exciting. And and I mean today, God, what a, what a great day! I mean, what a great day to spend with Craig being here, and then mm-hmm. the news that we got from Katrina earlier this morning, and then now the studio is getting all finished up, like. I mean, it's a really, really cool time right now for Mind Pump. And it also reminds me, too, just just to thank all the listeners that have been with us since the beginning. I mean, there was people that were mm-hmm. listening to us when we were in dog, dogs, 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 dog. dog. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know where the fuck that came from uh, in Doug's living room. Dog pound. And, uh, you know, we were taking shots at Jack Daniels and, and uh, <laughs> yeah. smoking weed trying to get through episodes because uh, this really. You guys ever film at their place? Why did that just get so loud? That was weird. What? Uh, at work? Their, his place or his? No, just, no, just my mine. Uh, did, I think one or two episodes of mine. Yeah, oh, that's, oh, that's right. right. We did do your house. Wait a too. minute, we did. That's right. I forgot. We, we didn't do I've, our house. Now maybe we should. That's what I'm that. asking. I was yeah. just trying to see where it no. went. We did ducks. No, we didn't do. That's right. I told it's you because I'm too far. You know, I, I'm the one that's got the commute. Yeah, but you got a, you got a wife and kids and shit. You know, I know. <laughs> my <laughs> get, get, out, get out of here. <laughs> Beat it. I'm running around in the background and shit. So yeah. this new spot, man. I can't wait to have you back. And you should see what Doug literally got to build. I don't. I, I would. I would like to see anybody else's uh, podcast studio. Look good look like come, this, come get us yeah this this guy has built uh i mean he's got all the toys literally all the toys well this it's like a monolithic structure let's just, let's just talk about it we got this crazy mm. microphone in my face it's got this extender arm this robo arm and uh it's got the spit filter on it right now i yeah. mean there's a lot of stuff going on well you know when we started having guests on here a lot it was we that was one of the first things that we were shocked at we sometimes we'd be a little embarrassed to have somebody in because it's kind of a small spot when there's a lot of dudes in here and uh, we get guys on here. I remember when Tate Fletcher came on here and stuff. He's, and he's been all, all over tons of podcasts. That was the best podcast studio. Yeah, he's all man. This place is sick. We're like, really? Well, I just think the <laughs> nature. I think the nature of podcasting is a lot of people do it in their like in their it's bedroom. leisurely. Yeah. yeah, super leisurely in their bedroom because you don't have to. You want to sound good, but you don't necessarily have to have yeah, you know anything. You don't have to wear pants. You know no. I mean? So you mean doing it in the closet's not right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's not, that's it's got a lot of sound deadening, right? Yeah, yeah mind pump comes true. out of the closet. <laughs> that's right. I like that. Mm-hmm. I like into that. the studio. So what's uh, what's next for you right now? Are you you fly back on what Sunday? Is that what you say? Uh, Sunday? Yeah. Sunday. I'm um, just going back. I got a, I got a couple more things going on travel wise. I do have a photo shoot potential coming up. Um, I, I guess I can't air it yet, but uh, there's a potential um, suitor for another supplement contract, if you will. <laughs> so I know you guys are not big, on, big on that scene. So but no, at the same I, point. I actually do. I actually want you to share with when, when I want you to share is I want, and I know you can't share too much detail, but I do want you to share the process that you take, what makes you decide whether, because we have a lot of uh, aspiring trainers and men's physique and guys and guys, and a lot of people see that this, these guys getting into it, like you're very business minded like us. So what are the, what are, what are the steps you take when you're deciding if you're going to partner up with somebody or not? What are you thinking? Money. Just keep it real. That's what we do. Of course, it's it's money for sure. I mean, let's just face it. When I was a Wall Street oil trader and I had my first contracts being sent to me, I refused them. I refused them all. I said, (laughs) no, it's not enough. So um, you're wasting my time. Uh, Unfortunately, I was able to, you know, support my, you know, other my my financials with other things. So you know, when when you're when let's just say you shouldn't be let's let's see how to you shouldn't be desperate searching for a supplement contract because then you're going to just sell your soul so let's put it that way you should actually always have a, a goal and intention just like any other business that you're going into you should have a resume that you 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 can live up to 
Um, you shouldn't be lying about that. You should be able to have in the supplement field, if you're going to be the face of any company, a campaign, you should have something that some other people don't, or you should have identified what you have that others don't, or something that you can go, fall back on, which is called your value proposition. Um, and so you should know that and you should know what you're going to do for the company as well. It's not just what they could do for you. It's what you could do for them. So that's something you want to always know when you're approaching supplement contracts. I certainly know what I can offer at this point being in the game so many years. It's not so much I'm going to post for you and you're going to get millions of likes. I'm going to give you content. I'm going to give you, you know, training plans. I'm going to give you things that other people don't have. And I'm going to communicate real, real to your customers. So they're going to always see me and they're going to always know that they're going to get the real talk. I'm not going to take a supplement that I'm not taking. I have only taken specific supplements over the course of the years. And I've always told you what I'm taking. You know, they could put my face behind a picture, but I, I would probably tell them I'm not taking that supplement. Please take me off that. I would stack it with something that I'm taking. So to me, it's being real with the supplement company on what I actually will take from your brand and what I will not take from your brand. Do I do I find it's viable? And if I don't, do I just think it's a supplement like anything else where if you supplement with food, can you get the same results of it? And yes, you can. However, some people just want the, the quick effect of you know getting something when you don't have it because you can't cook it. Or you're just, you just you have to just be real with what a supplement mm-hmm. is. And if you're being real to your audience and being real to your supplement brand and being honest with everybody, I think you can make a you can feel good about representing a brand. That's mm-hmm. kind of the way I take it. Well, not to get I don't want to get too personal with your financials, but I would. Could you give us like what would be a what's a, a disrespectful number that somebody would offer? And what's something that you there's there's no way you turned con- down 15 or 1700 bucks a month okay. Um, okay. just recently. So. And um, and that's no no percentage of the the sales also or is that in, like percentage no, of sales and that's seventeen hundred bucks and then percentage of sales after but I don't even want a coupon code I don't like promoting mm-hmm. I don't want that that's, that's what that's, I wanted to get that's to that's something in my contract that I just don't want if they offer it sorry I just don't want it I don't want to promote for you I'm actually I'm being endorsed or I'm being sponsored for other things that I offer more or less if you want to hire for me sales and hire me a sales for a contract and I'll decide if I want to take that but I shouldn't have to you know ish, you know there are brands out there that. You know, you you have some specific amount of posts, but it's more about the endorsing or it's more about the brand awareness or the impression that you're giving more or less than you have to be a salesman. And even when I did have a code, I had the meet code for Cellucor. Um, it may even work. You may even still be able to use it if you wanted to. I don't know. I won't obviously get money off of it, but um, I never really was showy about it. You know what I mean? I would I would do my best just to say, hey, this is something I'm taking. If you would like to get a sale, go ahead because you might save you money. And the same thing happens when I see sales on the internet now and like I'm a bodybuilding.com spokesmodel. So when I see them have sales, I'll post them, you know, not that I'm getting anything out of those things all the time. Um, but it's more or less, you know, if you're going to buy supplements anyway, you might as well get the sale. And what, what about uh, like these these companies that are like this? What, what do you think most kids do you think most kids are think that same way, too? Or do Absolutely you think- not. <laughs> Absolutely not. Like Cool. Free shirts. Yeah. That, and I would think that makes it harder for someone like you also or like ourselves, it's, right? It's cost us a lot of money. Let's just be honest. So many people are doing supplements for free or being sponsored for free just because they want free, sh- free shirts, free supplements, or uh, they want to be the next person on the magazine. And it's not going to happen just because you got um, a supplement contract. There's other things that go into it. You have to be, you know, the... It's not just, I mean, sometimes the supplement brand will just pay. They have a great advertising budget and they're just going to pay because you're the next superstar. And so those things do happen. However, let me just tell you, just because you landed a supplement contract or or landed on a magazine as I have, those things come and go and, and they're very short lived. So don't think that that's going to make your fame in your life. I mean, 
after you have it and after you succeeded in doing some of those things, you just like I said, if it's not five years down the road, I'm not getting paid off of those. I wasn't getting paid off them first. I got it paid off my contract, but I'm not getting paid off the five year old, um, you know, fitness, Muslim fitness cover that I landed. You know what I mean? You always have to think forward. So I, something I want to say to the audience is if this is your dream, chase it, go after it, but have a business model behind it. Don't just be a puppet. Have something that you're offering them, but make sure you're taking from them. You got to know you your value. Get. Know your value. Just take, just extract value from what you're doing because you can't just offer your time for someone else because you're either working for someone or they're working for you. Think about that. Mm, it's t- it's tough for me that we have we have friends that are you know close to us and stuff that you know they have a ton of followers, they have major influence in the industry, and they have like ten sponsorships, and their sponsorships are all these companies that just give them like you said free shirts, free supplements, free food. And they're making like a 20% kickback on anybody that gets it in. Anybody that's really been in it or done it as, uh, as long as like someone like you would attest to is that there's no money in that. There's really no money. You're not going to make very much and you're whoring yourself out just to make a couple bucks. So you're not going to, you're definitely not going to retire off of doing that. And you've now tied yourself to that. And it's, it's unfortunate because then it, then it makes it that much harder too for guys like Craig or us. Like when you go to get sponsorships, because they know that, okay, shoot, we really want Craig, but you know, he knows that he's worth at least three to five grand a month. There's no way he's taking less than that, but shit, we can get this kid, this kid, this kid, this kid, this kid, this kid. And they all are maybe a 10th of the man that he is, but there's 10 of them and and we can do it for free. I think that's kind of what happened in my, my last contract. I mean, I don't want to, you know, name names, but I mean, I think it was just more of a business decision. And, uh, you know, sometimes those things don't work. Sometimes the quantity is not better than quality. (laughs) This is true. I wonder if they, I wonder if they're finding that out or not. I think they are. They are. Boom. Hey, listen, if you like Mind Pump, leave us a five-star rating review on iTunes. If we like your review and we pick it, you'll get a free Mind Pump t-shirt. Also, check us out on Instagram at Mind Pump Radio. You can find me at Mind Pump Sal, Adam at Mind Pump Adam. Justin at Mind Pump Justin. And if you want to find Craig, what's your uh, Instagram handle, Craig? It's always Craig Caperso. At Craig Caperso. And don't forget to go to mindpumpmedia.com. That's where you'll find all of our maps, programs, and guides. Thank you for listening to Mind Pump. If your goal is to build and shape your body, dramatically improve your health and energy, and maximize your overall performance, check out our discounted RGB Super Bundle at mindpumpmedia.com. The RGB Super Bundle includes MAPS Anabolic, MAPS Performance, and MAPS Aesthetic. Nine months of phased expert exercise programming designed by Sal, Adam, and Justin to systematically transform the way your body looks, feels, and performs. With detailed workout blueprints and over 200 videos, the RGB Super Bundle is like having Sal, Adam, and Justin as your own personal trainers, but at a fraction of the price. The RGB Super Bundle has a full 30-day money-back guarantee, and you can get it now plus other valuable free resources at mindpumpmedia.com. If you enjoy this show, please share the love by leaving us a five-star rating and review on iTunes and by introducing Mind Pump to your friends and family. We thank you for your support, and until next time, this is Mind Pump.